Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here because we've got a juicy episode with so much goodness. We're talking about what's it going to take for us to show up for our dreams. Talk about an important topic, right? So I like to think about us like we're girlfriends always, where we're just sitting across from each other. So before I dive into the content, which is three BS stories that we need to just get out of the way and two ways that I think will help us more deeply commit to our dreams, I need to set the stage here on like how this topic came about because you might connect with this. So I have an online business and part of what I do is I help mentor other women to build their own online businesses. And I was chatting with one of them who I love. And she was saying to me, Kish, isn't it crazy that when I worked in the corporate world, I used to stay up super late, like even after my kids went to bed to make sure that I was getting all of my projects done for work and I would show up and work my freaking butt off. But, but I don't do that for my own business. In her situation, she's building an online business. And she had this realization where she was like, if I could take that amount of effort that I used to put when I worked in the corporate world to my business, like I would blow this up, right? And I think that's a really interesting topic that I really started to think about after she mentioned that to me, because I don't know if you've ever thought about it in your own situation, but it's so common in our culture that we do that. Part of it, I think, is around the idea that we're kind of socialized to do that, right? It's cool to love the quote unquote grind, that Monday through Friday grind and like, we wear busy like a badge of honor. You ask Karen, like, Karen, how have you been? And Karen's like, oh, busy. And you're like, okay, thumbs up, Karen. Can we go anywhere from there in this conversation? Nope, you're just busy. Okay, like everyone else is. Great. And also another part about that is I think a lot of us tie our identity to our job title or the company that we work at, what our business card says, which is a slippery slope and a topic for another day. But I think that's part of it. So if we don't show up for our job and do well in our job, then who are we, right? And then of course, the very obvious part of why we show up for our job often more than we show up for our own dreams is we're going to get fired if we don't show up for our job. But in our own goals or dreams, nobody's going to fire us if we don't show up. And honestly, at the end of the day, I think we forget that if we drop dead tomorrow, which I realize this is a very morbid statement if you're like on your commute into work. But if we drop dead tomorrow in any role in the corporate world, we have to be replaced. Even if we're incredible at our jobs and even if we feel like we're not replaceable, somebody has to fill that role. But in our own dreams, we're the star of the show and we're not replaceable, which is also why we've got to figure out how to get in the game and show up for our own dreams because we need a little bit more conviction and we need more reason of why we're going to do that because nobody else is holding us accountable to them. And let me repeat that one more time because you could be in Trader Joe's (laughs) right now. You're in the produce section. You just grabbed your green pepper. If you did that right now, wouldn't that be so creepy? You're like, why is she staring at me? But you just grabbed your pepper, you dropped it on the floor and you're like, crap, what did she just say? I said, 
you're not replaceable in your own dreams. So we've got to get more skin in the game to show up for your dreams. And please hear my heart that I'm not nasing the corporate world or saying that your job or your desire to improve in your role or your career trajectory isn't important. It's so important. Even though I'm my own boss, I'm not someone who naysays working for someone else. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, duh. And honestly, I loved all my corporate jobs and managers back when I worked in corporate. So that's not the point at all. The point is you're not replaceable in your own dreams. So we've got to get more skin in the game to show up for them. So I want to talk about three specific things that we need to do to clear out some room for us to chase our dreams. And then two reasons and questions, I guess, that you can ask yourself to better dive into it. So I'm going to pretend like you're viciously nodding your head and you're like, hell yeah, Cash, let's go. Okay. (laughs) Three things. Number one, we've got to get over comparing ourselves to other people. And in a very interesting way that I think comes up a lot, especially for women, is we see that things are actually pretty good for us. And we then look for someone else who's worse off. And then we decide that the fact that we want more is selfish. And we say things like, I have enough. I shouldn't complain. Oh, you know, Mary Beth, her marriage is crumbling. At least I have a great marriage. And I'm like, what? Your marriage has nothing to do with the, ha- the fact that you want to like write a book. Those things are not connected. But somehow we lump them all together and we decide that more means selfish. So we got to check ourselves on that BS story. When we're taking our good, we're finding someone who's not doing as well as us in some particular area. And then we're deciding that we're selfish if we want more. I think the reframe on that is you've got a gut feeling in you that was placed in you. And your gut feeling is different than your sister, different than your cousin, different than your neighbor lady down the street, different than your best friend. Your gut feeling is in you because you are supposed to figure out how to do it. And if it's in you and you want more, it's selfish actually if you don't go get it because someone needs you to show up to life living your best life, which inspires them to show up living their best life, which is going to look different than yours. So it's not selfish to want more. We got to squash that. Number two, we create this story. This is another comparison thing, but it's a little bit of a different angle. We think that she, insert your she, you know, whether that's on social media or your sister or someone that you work with at work, that she has something that you don't. And underneath that is this feeling that we actually don't believe in ourselves. So really we need to build more confidence. We need to build up that confidence muscle by showing up consistently to chase our own dreams so that we believe that we can. And I'm not a huge proponent of that. Like screw the haters. Like don't look at what anyone else is doing. Like stay in your own lane. Like crazy blinders on. I think you should have your blinders on and I think you should stay in your own lane. But I don't think as humans, especially in 2019 in the world of social media, that we can get rid of comparison. I have a large network marketing business. A lot of recognition is around, you know, people advancing their business. If that's your role um, and you're in network marketing too, it's really difficult to get rid of comparison. But I do think you can get comfortable with creating a better lens on comparison right? We can check our stories of what we're saying about her because we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You can look at her as proof that it's possible. If she's further along in her business or if she's further along in her career, you should expect that with those positive things that you're looking at came a lot of negatives, right? So it came a lot of failure um, that she had to learn from 
in order to get to that VP role that you want. Her business that's seen tons of success, that means that she heard a lot of no's. And you need to just get more no's so you can get there. So she doesn't have something that you don't. You just need to take that, reframe the comparison lens, and then just remind yourself that you're just building confidence. And every single day that you show up with conviction to chasing your dreams, you're going to build that confidence just like it's your bicep muscle, right? So we've got to squash the idea that wanting more is selfish. And we've got to squash the idea that she, insert whoever your she is, has something that you don't. And in reality, reframe that comparison and start to believe in ourselves more as we show up consistently. And the final thing is we actually do believe in ourselves. This one's interesting because a lot of people actually struggle with this. So maybe this is you. We do believe in ourselves, but We don't want to make other people uncomfortable with our vision. And we think that it's inconveniencing them because we're so ambitious. Oh, this one's tricky. We're like, you know, and and someone right now is just like in their car with their hands at like 10 and two. I don't even know where you're supposed to put them. Nine to five. I don't know. Point is your hands are on your steering wheel and you're like, oh, cash crap. Those other two weren't me, but this one is me where you know, you know that you can do this write that book, start that blog, start that Etsy shop, do that podcast, start that business, change that career you know, path, go back and get your master's, run that marathon, insert whatever the goal is that came onto your heart. You know that you can do it, but for some reason, you've decided that your ambition is going to make someone else uncomfortable. And for you, I challenge you to squash that by having the conversation with that person who you're worried about making uncomfortable and telling them why this matters to you. Okay, so we got to squash all three of those things. And once we've cleared those out, right, we're like, they go to the side. I feel like it would be cool if I had like a sound effect machine where it was like, okay, anyways, I digress. After we've cleared those things out, we can dig into two ways to develop a deeper why that we're showing up. So I think this is kind of like a two-part podcast episode. Essentially, part one is get rid of that stuff, get it out of the way. And then part two is dig a little bit deeper. So I'm going to go over these really briefly. Two ways, calling your shot and then attaching the outcome of you pursuing your goal with a micro celebration that you can visualize. Okay, so let me take it from the first one. The first step for developing a deeper why, calling your shot. What do you actually want? And if something came to mind and you played it down smaller, I want you to go bigger. Nobody's going to hear you right now if you're in your car by yourself right? Or you're doing the laundry. Nobody knows what's going on in your head. You don't have one of those little like cartoon bubbles. that's like broadcasting everything to the world. Although that would be interesting. But the point is stretch yourself, go a little bit bigger with your vision, that vision of what could happen. Even if it sounds crazy, like I want it to be something that if you said it out loud, you would feel really crazy. Or if you wrote it down on a piece of paper and someone read it, you would be like sweating in every weird place. Let yourself dream again. Think of that little girl that you were with big dreams for what she would do with her life. And now you're like, well, I'm 34. My life is over. What? No. Create some space and let that little girl out. And honestly, if you're a mom or you want to be a mom like I do, and I know a lot of listeners that listen to this podcast, maybe you do, think about the example that you're going to model to your future kids or you're modeling to your current kids of being the woman that's showing up for her dreams 
And if you don't want to be a mom, that's cool too. You do you, boo. I promise you that you showing up and shining your light and pushing for your big dreams is going to inspire someone else to show up for their dreams too. And holy crap, what a gift that will be. So call your shot. That's going to help you develop a deeper why. And number two, attach that outcome, right? The outcome celebration of a micro goal that you have to something that you can visualize. This requires a little bit of an explanation. So (laughs) I think it's a little bit of this like yin and yang where you've got this macro vision, this big vision that just like tugs at your heart and makes you cry and feel a little bit crazy because you're like, how in the world is this going to happen? That big vision with this micro focus on small wins that will build confidence Like what could showing up for yourself and that goal that you have right now do for you in the short term, right? So if you are a mom, I I talk to a lot of moms and I feel like this is a common theme for them, um, is if you have kids, you can think about the options that your future kids will have and how they'll be affected by you pursuing your dreams. Maybe it's a business that you're building and you can visualize a short-term goal of like dance lessons that you could pay for or a family vacation, thinking of their face lit up with excitement and how proud you're going to feel, that proud internal warm feeling that you feel when you accomplish something that could happen really quickly if you just showed up and got your head in the game. What are you going to be wearing when you tell them about that Disneyland trip or that trip to Hawaii or when you tell your significant other that you're going to take him or her out to like a saucy date night? What are you wearing? What is it? feel like? What does it feel like when you don't have to say, honey, we can't afford it because you know the business that you built could take care of it? Oh, that like gets me sweaty. And maybe it's not financial. Maybe you don't want to build a business. For me, I'll actually give a random example for me that I just thought of. This podcast, I visualized the messages that I would get of someone saying that I changed their life with this podcast or that it helped them through a tough time or that it it helped them in a really meaningful way and that I would get really emotional about those messages. That was what I wanted and I could visualize those messages. And then once I started to get some messages, which by the way, if we're not connected on Instagram and you're listening to this podcast, girl, come say hi. Um, but I'll tell you this really weird thing that just popped into my head. So I live in downtown San Diego with my fiance, Sina, and our dog, Lizzie. This is a little bit of a tangent story, but I'll tie it back up, I promise. And we were walking in downtown San Diego And this was a couple weeks ago, depending upon when you're listening to this podcast, this was in July. And I said to him, how crazy is it going to be when I'm walking someday and a person like a woman comes up to me and she's emotional saying that this podcast has impacted her in like a really meaningful way. Like I'm probably going to like lose my ish. And I was like, that's probably going to happen soon. Like, that would be so cool just to know that I've impacted someone in such a meaningful way. And it's like a random person that I see on the street and I get to hug her and be like, yes, girl, like, let's go have coffee and actually chat in real life. Right. And this is creepy cool. And oh my gosh, I hope the girl that this happened with is listening right now. So we were walking our dog as I told him about this vision. And I am not kidding you. I swear on my life, this girl was running. And she came up to me. She pulled her headphones out of her ears. I'm going to remember this like like for the rest of my life, honestly. She pulled her headphones out of her ears and she said to me, are you Keisha? I listened to your podcast because a coworker told me about it and it helped me through a really dark time. I just wanted to say thank you. And I hugged her and I played it cool, but I about pooped my pants or peed or both. I don't even know. And if you're listening to this and you're that girl and you live in San Diego, please DM me because I should probably tell you more about this story. Um, 
but it was so meaningful for me because I had visualized what it was going to feel like. That wasn't tied to income. That was tied to impact. And then it happened like 45 seconds after I said it. That is just like weird. The universe is like, girl, you better keep on going. That's what I created from that weird situation that was so impactful for me. Point is, when you can visualize it, and you can put yourself into what it's going to feel like, how you're going to act, maybe what you're going to be wearing, what the smells are around you, um, the person that's involved in this, like how their face is going to look, what they might say. When you can tie your goal and you showing up for your goal to some experience that you can visualize that could come quickly, not that big macro vision, but that short micro vision of a small term goal that you could hit, that is going to be powerful. My point is, pick a specific scenario, right? I realize I just tangented, but like how crazy is that story, right? Um, Pick a specific scenario and tie it to something bigger, whatever you're motivated by. There's no wrong answer, right? If you show up for your dreams, whether that's going back to school, changing career paths, writing a book, starting a podcast, starting a business, actually going all in on your business, somehow there's a short-term micro win that could happen that you can visualize that will keep you in the mindset of celebrating because you've got those goals that are coming, those micro wins that will help you develop confidence, which will turn into deep-rooted belief in yourself and conviction that you can do whatever the hell you set your mind to. You need that win, girl. That's going to help so much. So because I kind of squirreled a little bit on this episode, I want to recap. First of all, you're not replaceable in your dreams. You are the star of your dreams, which means you're going to have to give yourself an opportunity to constantly develop more skin in the game so that you'll show up because it's not just about you. This goal was in you for a reason for you to show up for the people that you can impact by you showing up and for the people that are going to watch you show up and be inspired to show up for their dreams, which aren't going to look like yours. And the three things that we've got to clear out of the way in order to really deep dive into why we want this, we've got to cut that BS story that it's selfish for wanting more. We've got to stop saying that she has something that we don't. And in reality, reframe that story that she's proof that it's possible. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors and that that is a trigger that we just need to develop confidence through consistency to believe in ourselves and build up that belief muscle like it's a dang bicep, right? And number three, the interesting one, which I think will hit home with some people. And I'd love for you to DM me if this one hits home with you. You believe in yourself, but you've decided that it makes, it makes other people uncomfortable. You don't want people to get left behind. You don't want to inconvenience them with your ambition. Girl, ambition is not a dirty word, right? It's not, in, it's not going to inconvenience them. Maybe you just need to have a conversation so they know why this matters to you so they can get on board. And finally, once you've cleared that stuff out, call your dang shot. Girl, what do you want and go bigger? That macro vision of your life. And then number two, that micro goal that you can visualize that's fast approaching, that you can tie belief to and vision to and put yourself in the shoes of being the girl that called her shot and freaking went for it. Because girl, you do not have this in you to not show up. I do not want your Etsy shop, your book, your podcast, your community event, your business, your impact, your whatever. I don't want that to die with you. I don't want that to go to the freaking grave with you because you were given that vision for your life for a reason. Show up. We're counting on you. And we are in this together, girl. Until next time. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.